0: Trauma Stories of Hope podcast. In this week's episode I am handing my podcast host duties over to my beautiful friend and fellow author Jennifer Rose Asher. Jennifer is no stranger to the podcast as she was happy to assist me. In this episode I chat to Jennifer about my book Trauma Propels Turning Obstacles into Opportunities and what you can expect from the book what benefits await you supporting the book through the Indiegogo campaign and just general chit chats. The message for me in this episode is important because I had the privilege of guidance, support uh, following my uh, traumatic experiences. And my family was incredible and they held space for me to heal and they gave me the tools needed. For so many that is not the case and I feel like I can't know all that I know and keep it to myself. If I do that, it feels like I'm not fulfilling a part of my divine purpose. I decided to pour all of my knowledge into a book and share it with the world. My hope is that this will help many to find perspective, hope, courage, and love through my words on those pages. My ask is that the listeners support my campaign to help me share this gift with the world, to help me to get this story out in touch lies. Should you wish to support me, the pre-sale campaign link is in the show notes so click over there and support me to get the story out enjoy the episode and a special thank you to my listeners for joining me on this journey comment on the posts on instagram and facebook and let me know what you think of this episode hosted by my fellow author jennifer rose asher stay tuned
1: and as always keep listening Hi, my name is Jennifer Rose Asher, and I am pinch hitting today for Marlene McConnell on her very own podcast. Marlene has written an incredible book, and she wants to get the word out there, so I am here substituting for her so that she can be the guest. (laughs) Hi, Marlene. How are
0: you today? Hi, Jennifer. Thank you so much for hosting uh, Surviving Trauma Stories of Hope. I am ecstatic about being a guest on my own show. (laughs) I'm doing well. Thank you
1: this is kind of a different format and we're both a little uncomfortable with it, but we're going to do our best so that Marlene can get her story out to you. And hopefully you'll be able to support her in her book journey. So Marlene, what is your book called? The working
0: title of my book is called Trauma Propels, Turning Obstacles into Opportunities. And I chose that title because I felt that The trauma that I've experienced in my life informs my life and that's how I view it. And so when I thought about it, I thought, okay, trauma really propels you forward. And if you allow it to inform your life, then, you know, you definitely can reap the benefits
1: from your experiences. That's an incredible premise. And I love that. And I love the idea of taking something terrible that's happened to you and using it as a positive. I know a little bit about your story, and it's absolutely amazing to me that you're able to take what you've been through and use that as a positive to make a positive impact in the world and in your own life. What would you like to tell your audience about a little bit about what's happened to you and how you were able to use that?
0: My trauma started at a young age when I was taken as a child. Um, by someone that was just close to the family. And, you know, it was such a hair-raising experience to not know as a small child when you were going to see your parents again. I found that even at that young age, I managed to dig really deep inside me, access resilience within me. And I found courage to really stay focused on the woman that took me. um, Because I knew in my mind that if I lost her, that I was never going to see my parents again. And the police uh, found, found me within the first 24 hours. They took me and they said, your mommy is very worried about you. You really need to come. We're going to take you to your mom. And I said, okay. And so, yeah, they took me home. And when they handed me off to my mom, you know, I just knew that family was everything. It was a really good reunion. And then I've had other traumas in my life. And I speak about some of them on my podcast. Uh, Some of them included, you know, gender-based violence and others included being a dreaded disease because I was also diagnosed with cancer. And those are the three traumas that I really speak about and refer to also in my book.
1: Well, and any one of those is a huge thing for someone to have gone through, given the the trauma and the the extreme distress that it must have caused you to be taken from your family at such a young age, even that one, that one thing, even though it was such a short period of time, it was less than, less than a day, I'm sure that affected your entire life moving forward. And the idea that you could actually take that kind of experience and harness that energy into a positive it is amazing. How do you, exactly do you do you talk about it in your book? And do you look at how you were able to take that trauma and turn it into a positive?
0: Yeah. So in my book, I, I start by asking the question, really, how do we get here? Because when trauma happens to us, there's something that happens inside of us. I know that in the words of the author, Matthew Gabor, trauma is not what happens to us. Trauma is what happens inside of us. And I find that to be absolutely so true because we will have an event that will happen to us, but it's really what happens inside us that is the actual trauma. And so I asked the question, how did we get here in the first chapter of the book? And I speak about the worldviews that we have and that we think that the world is benevolent. And that we think that, you know, we have self-worth and that, you know, we grow up with a certain vision for ourselves and uh, the environment that we are in. And when trauma happens to us, it really shatters that that narrative, that belief that we have. And it's about finding a way back. So for me in the book, I've tried to illustrate to the reader through the various chapters how I have managed to access a growth mindset through healing from trauma and that varies from talking about it whether it's in a formal setting or an informal setting to being able to forgive not only anyone on the outside but also forgiveness for oneself and I also touch on grief and loss because I think it's also important that we not only grieve when, you know, we have a loss uh, through a, 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 a departed soul. But I also think that, you know, and we've seen it with COVID now, that we also grieve the life that we once lived. We grieve the life that we would have had, had it not been for our trauma. We grieve the parts of us that no longer exist. And we also grieve the parts of us that we would have liked to have become but we never would because of the trauma. And then, you know, I I, I feel like there's so much shame around any traumatic experience. And shame is one of the emotions that can really shackle because when we feel shame, we don't really want to open up because shame is all about not being able to have anybody know what happened to you. But it's in owning your shame And speaking about it, that you really find the freedom and the safety that that we crave as trauma survivors. I think that through this process, and I mean, it's taken me a long time. It took me decades. When you heal from trauma and when you're in trauma recovery, I think that there are so many different lessons that I have learned that I would like to share with my readers in how I managed to heal from my trauma, because I feel like, you know, the fact that I can harness what happened to me and I can talk about it, I can put it in a book, I am eventually now allowed uh, myself to step out of my trauma and I am empowered and I think, you know, we, when we are in a disempowered state, it's very difficult to see that, you know, there is empowerment in accessing those emotions within you and, and, and really letting that energy go. And so I touch on that in my book through the religion and uh, spirituality and what role that has played in my he- healing journey. I hope that, you know, through all of the chapters, the readers will find it useful in their own life. And it's practical enough that they can apply it in their own life. And then sort of in the last, uh, the third part of the book, I I say, how do I propel? And it's really a synopsis of all of the lessons that I have learned that have really helped me to um, to propel forward and empower myself and step out of my trauma.
1: Well, I was lucky enough to, to first meet you when you first started this journey we we were in a workshop together and i heard a little bit about your story before you had even started writing it down and i was so impressed with you as a person and how you had taken what happened to you and turned it into something good that i i was so excited and i'm i'm really excited to read this book it sounds like the way you've organized it that anyone who had a trauma of any kind when someone has a trauma, it seems like there's many different ways where they can kind of get stuck in that trauma, which keeps them from moving forward. But it sounds like you've kind of differentiated those different steps and addressed them and given some tools to any reader, to, regardless of which step has them stuck and how to move past that, which is amazing. And I think that can be helpful for anyone, no matter what level of trauma they've experienced. So. I really hope that you're able to get this in the hands of lots and lots of readers because I think anyone will be able to benefit from reading your story. Is there one particular part of your story or, or story within your story that you feel is most important that you want people to hear?
0: Yeah, I think one of
1: the stories in the book
0: that is, that is important and is a good lesson is in the chapter where I speak about cancer, I use the story of Stacey Kramer where she asks the question, can cancer be a gift? Now we can replace cancer with any word, any mm-hmm. trauma, any degraded disease, whatever it is in your life, but can it be a gift? And is there a way that we can look at this? This is something that can inform our life. This is something that we can turn around. Because of this experience, I can see the, the blessings that I, that I actually have in my life. and. You know, when I was listening to her story and how she was explaining about how this wonderful gift, you know, it brought her family together, this wonderful gift that made her feel so loved and appreciated like she had never, ever felt before. You know, she said that she was overwhelmed with adoration and admiration. She had calibrated her her life in such a way to really bring to the fore the most important things. You know, she was talking about redefining her sense of spirituality and faith and really coming to a new understanding and trust for her body. And these were all really positive things. So was her cancer really a gift? She had a brain tumor. She had removed and she had been in remission, but she calls her brain tumor the very rare gem. Right.
1: That's incredible.
0: And and I think that her story holds so much power because sometimes when bad things happen to us, negative things happen to us, we go through traumatic experiences. We tend to see it as a negative. You know, I just spoke to someone recently. When it happens, nobody wants to hear, oh, you'll get over this. Oh, this is going to inform your life. Oh, things are going to be so much better in 10 years' time. You know, we don't want to hear that. But I think the message for me is it's all about perspective when you're in it. And I think that is really what her story and that question of can cancer be a gift brings home for me. And I hope it does also for the reader that if you are in those moments where your traumatic experiences happened to you and you are in the position where you are Questioning God, you know, where you're in in a vulnerable state, where you are feeling lost, where you are feeling depressed about your situation, it's important to remember that it is about the perspective of where you are at that point in time.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's something I think we've all talked about a lot lately, given the state of the world and COVID. And I know I've talked a lot. My mother is alone. And She's miserable. And she, she, you know, particularly through quarantine, she was absolutely miserable because it was just her by herself. She had no one to talk to. She, she was really depressed. And I said, you know, I think a lot of really good things are going to come out of this. And she couldn't see it. And I said, she said, well, like what? Name one. And I said, well, think of all the people, particularly young parents who were never able to work from home, and companies could not see that people could be productive. I know I was in that position when I when I uh, had little kids and I, I suggested, oh, well, couldn't I just work from home? And they thought, no, of course not. That's not possible. You can't be productive if you're at home. And yet the world has now seen that, yes, we can be. and And that's so incredible. And I think it'll really save so much if you think about all of the huge office buildings that Are becoming unnecessary. And this is just one little thing, one little aspect. I think there will be a lot of aspects that come out of something the trauma that literally every single person alive right now has experienced together that'll come out of that. And I think it's incredible that your book can help, again, any person alive right now to try to reframe what we're all going through into a positive light. Now, I know because we're in the same program that your publisher has certain requirements for you to get your book out there. You want to talk a little bit about what you need to do and what's going on with your book right now, where you're at in the writing process? Okay, yeah.
0: So at the moment, I have uh, submitted my uh, manuscript, and that is with my acquiring editor for the first read with the publisher. And I have now started the second requirement, which is to raise the capital to fund the the book and get the story out there. And so I have an Indiegogo campaign set up and the Indiegogo campaign really has a minimum target. And I really want to ask the listeners out there to really help me to get the story out there because I believe that my story and the way that I have written this book is something that can really inform and help so many people. And so on my publishing journey, I'm required to sell a certain amount of books in order to fund the campaign and bring my story to life. And so that's where I am at the moment. And I really would love, love the support of my listeners.
1: Well, and and while you're pre-selling books, you're not really just Pre selling the book. Anyone who supports you and contributes to your campaign, they, first of all, the biggest thing they're doing is they're hoping to get your story out there and get this, get it to a point where you're able to publish this book so that readers all over the world are able to learn from your trauma and everything that you've been through. But also, when people are able to support you in this way, they get a few benefits from it too, right? Yes. Um, they, you want to talk a little bit about what you're able to do for the supporters that help you get your story into the world. First of all, I know the biggest thing for my supporters when I wrote my book, particularly the people who're close to me or the people who really really identified with my story, was that they actually got their name listed in the back of the book. And that's a huge thing. How many people can say their their name is in, in a published book? That's so cool. And that's something that anyone who pre-orders the book now Not only will they get a signed copy of the book when it is published, but their name will be in that signed copy. What else are you able to do for your people who are able to support you?
0: I am so excited about this part of the process and that's really designing the cover for my book because at the moment I have the mock-up, but I would love for my community and the people who are supporting me on this journey to help me choose the cover for the book and give their input and vote on, on, on the different options. I would also like to invite them to my launch party when I finally launch my book. And I also want them to join my author community because I have a lot to share about this process. And not a lot of people out there know how to write a book. And I heard a statistic recently that only 2% of people who ever say that they are going to write a book ever really actually writes the book. Writing a book is not only about the writing. The writing is only one aspect of it, but it takes a village. And there are a lot of processes and steps in order to get it to a publishing stage. And so they will have a front row seat to, uh, to see me really do that and, and also be educated around, you know, book publishing.
1: Well, and, and like I said, I'm, I'm a few months ahead of you. My book is actually coming out this month, which is super exciting. That is super (laughs) exciting. (laughs) But I can tell you that through my author community, I went through that process with the cover and it was, it was a lot of work and I couldn't have done it without my supporters because I posted three different potential covers on my, which I'm sure you'll do the same for your community. And I got comments from all three covers and some people said, Oh, I love the colors on this cover. And I, and some people said, Oh, I love that there's this aspect of this cover. And I was able to take little things from each cover that were the potential mock-ups and use that to make the final cover. And I couldn't have done it as successfully as I had without the input from my supporters. And it's, it's really amazing. I've also talked to several people who they really, they were my friends. They were people I knew in high school and they just wanted to support me and help my, get my book into the world. And yet when they read about my book, And when they joined my community and saw the things I was posting, called me or sent me a message and said, you know, I've I've written a book or I've started writing a book. And can you can you tell me more about this process? And there were a lot of people. I was really shocked how many people and I was thrilled to share with them my experiences and what I had been through. And I'm sure that you will be the same. So it's really it's a fun process. And I hope that all of your listeners will take a look at your Indiegogo campaign and watch your video to learn a little bit more about your perspective of your book and help support you so that your book can get out into the world because I feel like it's so important and it's so necessary and we'll be able to help so many people. So I hope anyone listening will take this wonderful opportunity to join Marlene in getting her message out there and, and help her in this quest. I know that once the book is actually published, you will be glad that you did.
0: Yes, I'm looking forward to that day. I'm going to absolutely marvel at the the idea that I'm a published author.
1: And I'm so proud of you. And I, it's so exciting for me to have seen from the very beginnings of your idea to actually seeing it come together. And I can't wait to see, I can't wait till the day when we have these meetings on the phone and I'm able to see the book behind you on your bookshelf. <laughs> yes.
0: It was great to chat to you. Thank you so much for doing this, Jennifer. I appreciate you. And this is what I love about having an author community. This is what I love about not being alone in this process. And this is what the author community brings. It's not only the insights, but it brings friendship. And I'm so happy that I can call you a friend, Jennifer. So thank you. Thank you so much for helping me on this journey, your support, your love and your guidance and for, and for doing this for me today with the podcast. I appreciate you so much. Thank you.
1: Thank you. And I'm so glad we got to have this talk today. And I know your book is going to be amazing
0: that wraps up this podcast episode thank you for listening if you enjoy my podcast please take a minute to give me a rating and review in apple podcasts please subscribe in your favorite podcast directory so you don't miss an episode please consider following my centered life on facebook and instagram for daily inspiration thank you so much for spending this time with me you can catch me again in the next episode same time same place sending you lots of love and light Bye.